Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. What's up, everybody? I have a debrief today. I don't know how this is going to go. I just want to go through some things that have been on my mind and see what comes out in the form of a debrief. But first, I wanted to point out the new website. Um, It's not that new, but it's got some upgrades. But uh, what I'm most happy about is we have a new um, pseudo sponsor with Jocko Fuel working on getting um, Origin on here as well. So if you are inclined to partake in the things that are Jocko, (laughs) go on over there to Jocko Fuel. Um, You can use the link here or you can use Crawford 101 when you check out. It gives us credit back. And our original sponsor from uh, OG days, back when we first started, Attack to Calories. You can use Warrior Mindset there on checkout. Uh, I hope you give them a look. So let's get on it. I want to bring up uh, some first thoughts that I had here. And one of the things I want to talk about is uh, why people of like mind as me like to do, I'm going to use the word extreme. It's not necessarily extreme because I am not a ultra marathoner. I am not a marathoner. I am not a uh, Ironman triathlete or anything like that. But I have done some personal training um, adventures, if you will, um, over the years. And I've, I've sort of run some as well. And I just, there's some things about it that I want to be clear that, yes, I'm going to admit that there is a bit of machismo to completing something like that. It, it feels good. Um, but I also don't want people to get it twisted, right? I don't want it to be misunderstood to think that that is the sole reason why people do things like this. I do them and I am going to make, I'm going to go out on a limb and make an assumption. It's probably a bad idea, but I, I feel pretty secure in this that, a lot of people do this sort of thing to find out what they're made of, to push their limits so that where their standard is gets raised, right? So we all have a standard. We all have a, a set of things in life that we accept um, as the way they are. And that's just the way things are with people. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk that gets pushed around about standards and you know, how I have high standards, this and high standards that, and that's cool. But what I'm talking about are your personal standards. What do you personally accept as your uh, baseline for how you operate? Okay. That's what I'm talking about raising. I'm talking about, do you do the work when no one's looking or do you do the work because you need people to see you doing it 
and to reassure you that you're a badass for doing it. Those are two very different things. Um, so I want to play a couple of clips and talk about um, as much as I hate the comments and you, you should never read the comments, right? I do want to talk about a couple of things and just see what you think. So um, I hope this works. Let's play this first. What happens when your wife or your kid needs you? Do you don't want to have the physical or mental capability to help them? You are a liability to your families. Do you want to be a liability? Do you want to be a liability? Then put out. Do something. Show up. Put this sledgehammer out. Life is hard. Being a husband's hard. Being a father's hard. It's fucking hard. What happened? So this is Nick Comalastasos. I know I said that wrong. Um, he's been around a long time. He's been making the rounds um, on some podcasts and things, and and he was known for some uh, uh, situations during uh, COVID lockdown and stuff like that. Some commentary, um, but uh, you know he's been he started this program, and I, I don't know which one this is. Um, I think he had one called Agogi or something like that. Um, anyway. This is just a common, you, you, if you're on Instagram and you, you're sort of inclined to enjoy some of the, these things that I enjoy, these harder um, outings or workout sessions or camps, or uh, if you're familiar with Go Ruck, um, they do some things, a heavy, a light, uh, an extreme or whatever it's called. Um, anyway, this is like a video that he put out from one of these where he was uh, inspiring these these men in this group. and. You know, for, for whatever, good or worse, whatever quality his performance is or whatever, I don't care. But I, I look at this and I look at the very first comment. Um, very first comment. Honest question. Why do people pay for this <laughs> instead of finding a route in life that will offer the same experience through service? Like right away. Um, <laughs> absolutely wild. Guys pay to play some game instead of doing the real thing. I mean, like... There's these, there's this, um, <laughs> this right here, sir, this is a Wendy's parking lot. I mean, it, it goes on and on and on. I mean, there's some positive ones in here too, but it goes on and on and on. Here's another one. Imagine someone shooting at you, Russia. Get your dick in the dirt. Get your dick in the dirt. Russia, if I come down there, you're going to, you're making me come to you now. Listen to me. So I'm going to give you a life lesson real quick. Put your dick in the dirt. Everybody else is doing it. You're not. Lay down flat. Crawl. 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 Stay the low because if I'm shooting at you, you need to keep your down. Now keep your down or I'm going to kick you with it. Crawl. Down. That's what I want. Crawl. Down. Crawl. Okay, that's enough of that. So literally, this is um Ray Cash Care. He was one of the cadre on um oh man, I'm a terrible person. I can't remember the show. <laughs> uh man. I had the I had the guy on a podcast last year. Um it'll come to me. Uh <laughs> Anyway, the, the, he was a cadre on that show. It was a TV show on, you know, one of the big networks. Um, this, is, this is a camp like he does. Um, 
I don't know what his is called. But anyway, literally the first comment, I don't know what's worse, this company or the people that pay for it. You know, um, it's a loser convention. I mean, <laughs> this is this is great training for them when they go back to working at T-Mobile after little fake soldier. Uh, where's another one? Uh, these guys pay to get peed on. <laughs> oh, man. So it's just an example of, I think, where a lot of people are in their life. Um, and I'm not being judgmental. They're being judgmental. And so again, I know, <laughs> why am I looking at the comments? That's, that's asking on to look at the comments. But I think it's a good um, barometer for, you know, where we are in our society. I don't even know if we can go that far. These people have something that they're lacking in their life. They're looking for it. These people have some level of uh, standard that they want to raise in, within themselves, and they're doing it. Yeah, they have to pay to do it because these people are helping them do it. These people also, by the way, Ray Cash Care and, and Nick, are former special operations and in other cases, special forces um, cadre. They've done this for a living to shape and mold some of the, the toughest uh, warriors this country has. And they're bringing that to these civilian people. Um, and so instead of making fun of them for not doing the, the same thing that the instructors are doing, or because you yourself can't see yourself doing this because whatever personal standards you have are too low um, or whatever it is. I don't even want to say keep it to yourself because it actually makes me kind of happy that these comments are out there because it gives, um, it gives these guys something to sort of push back against. And I don't know, they're, they're helping them more than I think that they think they're insulting them. I say that because I've done some of these things too myself. And I think I can say with certainty after each one of them, I did raise my personal, uh, the, my personal standards of what I would expect from myself. And what I mean by that is, you know, not is doing the work, right? It's doing the work that needs to get done personally for me. It's not easy. It's hard, right? I don't want to be a type of person that gives up. I want to be the type of person that works hard to achieve whatever goals I've set for myself and then not give up on it. Things like that help you see that. Now they use this, these techniques and these tactics to do it faster, right? This is like a weekend thing, or maybe it's, you know, it's like a one evening thing or one day thing. Some of them are longer, whatever. Um, You've got to do it quickly. So I wanted to point those out. Um, the other thing is I can't find this post because it was from a couple of years ago. And I, I and I talked to it, I talked about it with uh, Heather one time we were on an earlier podcast. I had made a post and I don't even remember the full context or the full content of the post um, on Facebook. And it was something like, um, 
I don't even remember exactly the words, but the gist of it was like, you know, your your coach, you, you hurt your coach's feelings when you don't try your best, you know, something like that. And I got a lot of backlash from it. Um, I wish I could find it because it's like in the bowels of Facebook hell. I will never get there, um, you know, going back that far in time. If somebody can show me how to do that, that would be awesome. I would thank you forever. Um, but anyway, the gist of it was, like I said, something like, you know, uh, if, you, if you're not trying your hardest, if you're not giving it, um, if you're not giving this thing you're trying to do your effort, your coach or those that, uh, those that root for you, you know, you're, you're hurting them. You're, you're taking something from them. And I got accused of, you know, guilt shaming and, you know, that that wasn't the way to do it. And that, you know, uh, <laughs> and I remember thinking about that and I was like, man, you know, the, that's not actually what you should be worried about. You shouldn't be worried about these people like in this video or your coach or your loved ones being hard on you, right? When they're hard on you, that's because they love you. What you should be worried about is when they stop talking to you about it, when they stop caring about it, when they don't mention it to you anymore. Because that means they stopped giving a shit about you. And that's when you should worry. That was my point. I think that is the universal point. And it, it does stun me even in my little circle on Facebook, you know, I'm not anywhere near as well known as these two guys uh, to get this much negativity in their, their comments. Like I got them and that was just on a little, little micro level. Um, let's hear from the coach himself. What we think. Our society really has gone and it's not anyone's fault. It's just kind of like we've been cooked like a frog until like nobody even knows what hard is anymore. Our perspective is that this program, though it is the hardest training in the civilian world, is easy compared to a lot of other circumstances that you could face in life. You know, what I love about you, a lot of you guys are crossers, I love about what Glassman's contribution to the world was is like, hey, we learned what hard exercise was. And so one of our missions here at SealFit is to reintroduce the joy of hard work. Right? Kokoro Camp and Sealfit Academy is like, it's hard work, but guess what? You leave with this massive smile on your face because you're like, hey, this is fun. Hard work can be fun. Actually, it is fun. And the human spirit thrives on hard work. Right? When you don't do hard, you feel less than. Right? You feel almost like your, your spirit's <coughs> atrophy. But when you do stuff that's really hard like this, you come out of it feeling amazing like you've grown from it because you have you've grown i mean how how is that not a thing for you <laughs> um and I, gosh i, I really I, I just wanted to start riffing on this stuff in this um short episode here i didn't want to like this isn't meant to like pick on people i, I want to try to uh motivate you to to just if you if you listen to this show and you're thinking about these things and maybe you've had some of these thoughts it's just a kind of look inward and, and, and think again, you know, um, think about those that are around you that, that root for you and, and help you and, and just think about not, not giving back to them, but thinking about like, are you giving those things your full attention and effort? Okay. I want to look at another one. Uh, so anyway, the, uh, 
first, that was um, Mark Devine, Coach Devine. Uh, he's been one of my mentors um, to the point where he's known about it. <laughs> and, you know, I've like paid him um, for his programs uh, to the point where he doesn't know about it, where I just kind of stalk him online and watch his stuff. I've, I've followed him for a very, very long time. Um, and I, you know, he is one of the, uh, OGs, I think he created a program called seal fit. If you're not familiar with it, um, you can go look it up. I don't know exactly how, um, large the organization is now and how active it is, but they were very active back in, you know, 2015, 2018 or so. Um, he is a wonderful uh, human being and you you would do well to study um, all of his videos and things that he has out there which he has quite a bit um, and he is where I originally found this path of um, you know pushing your personal limits to then raise your personal standards but this is a this is a short video uh, we'll watch three or four minutes here of um, Joe Desana who is uh, the guy who created the Spartan race that she has a podcast and he's of, of like mind as well, talking to Mark divine about, um, uh, physical, mental, spiritual growth. Right. So here we go. So, um, I've always had a problem meditating. I thought it was a little weird. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole thing, my mother used to do the, the silent retreats. Like you said, she was doing in the house, seven, eight days fasting. And um, for me, when I stumbled upon the long distance endurance, now, that was meditative. Yes. For me, uh, you have a problem with that? Could people? Uh... I think it has a lot of similar qualities, right? So, but again, it's if you sit on a bench and you think, then you're sitting on a bench and thinking. If you are on a long, like a, a 50 mile run, and you're obsessing and constantly thinking, then that's the same thing. But if you're on that 50 mile run and you're deliberately trying to clear your mind and focus just on your breath. For instance, you know, did you have a strategy like that? Because if you had a strategy where you're just like, inhale, exhale, I got this, you know, mantra. That was my strategy of buds. That is very similar to concentrating on a bench. It all depends upon what you're doing with your mind. Do you have an external or an internal focus? Are you letting it just run off on the whatever it wants to, or are you deliberately controlling the stream of thought? So let's take a break there. He, uh, interestingly, talking about meditation, um, and I. I wanted to specifically bring this into it because it's not always just about, you know, physical exertion and getting, getting beat up and stuff. Um, you know, coach divine talks probably half the time about, um, staying quiet and meditating and going within, um, and being mindful. And I want you to know that it's not just about these extreme, um, you know, David Goggins like adventures, it can be quiet. It can be stillness. It's whatever it is that you need. So I have a monkey mind. My mind is all over the place like many of us. But what I found is, uh, even in burpees, when I get to a place where I'm getting a little exhausted, yeah. then it lets go. Monkey's gone. Yeah. He's out of there. Yeah, you're exhausted like, a little guy. He lays down yeah, and takes a nap. He's sleeping, right? And then it's yeah. like... I think right. that's why uh, endurance and, and aggressive exercise makes people feel so good because it does clear their mind through yeah. the exhaustion you know it's everybody like, quits before you they're all gone right they're all gone. <laughs> exactly all your monkeys quit that's pretty funny i think there's a lot of similarities back to st finding stillness in action and long endurance sports have that same effect the noise in the background by the way is just a test for you and i in the audience see if we can concentrate. they gotta concentrate <laughs> 
We're building a, a Spartan race in the background. Too, but there is something different also about um, meditation practice when you get really stabilized. Because what we're talking about here is still concentration. You're concentrating on just that one thing. Yeah. You know, one mile after the next, plugging along. And so your mind is like radically focused on that one thing. But when you can get to the point where you can let go of even that, and they call it touching the void, or like you learn from, you spent some time in China and Japan, the, yeah. the, you know, the whole idea of Taoism, or the Tao, talked about in the Tao Te Ching. That is experienced when there's no structural thought anymore. You literally let go of that. Now you're experiencing like a radical oneness or you know, integration. In fact, yoga, one of the, interp- uh, one of the translations of the word yoga is integration or union. So Zen, yoga, same thing. Uh, what, what that experience is not the same as thinking about one thing, which is concentration. So there is benefit because that's when you begin... The human being begins to experience life as a, a, a deep connection to all other humans and all sentient life, and then their perspective is elevated to what, what I call world-centric. And so, I mean, you're definitely there because you're trying to help the world be a better place through your Spartan racing, and you wouldn't do that if you didn't feel connected to all of humanity. And same thing with me. I feel connected to all humanity and all sentient beings. I care greatly for the Earth. And so that... In order to get there, you have to get out of your ego. And in order to get out of your ego, you have to touch what I call your higher self. And that's what meditation does. So there you go. Uh, what I love about him is he always brings it back to service um, in that the route to uh, route to uh, bettering yourself. Uh, in many cases, doing the same things that like Nick and Ray are doing in their programs in and Coach Divine himself has done in his own program in Seal Fit, and Joe Desana does in his business, which is a Spartan race, through the physical. You can also do it through uh, the mental, which is which is going within on your own with a, a practice of gratitude, or um, you know, in this case, he's he he does a lot of yoga and he practices mindfulness that way, which is an internal journey, or to uh, what I would consider spiritual growth, which would be service to others, um, which is also a component of what these guys have done, particularly particularly the military guys. You, it doesn't get uh, more higher level service to others, uh, in my opinion, than a lot of what those guys do. And in, in many cases, these guys are all combat veterans, um, which is you know one of the higher levels of service that I think you probably experience. Uh, mixing all the two, all the three together. So the, you know, that's, that's what I got. The, the in concept here, physical, mental, and spiritual growth should not be separated. Um, in the end, I think that's what a lot of these people are searching for. Um, and I think that a lot of people in uh, the world now don't quite get, I know a lot of people don't get it. I talk to a lot of them. I see a lot of them in my own gym. Um, just some thoughts I had about the subject, uh, rattling around in the old cranium here, wanted to, you know, get back to that and see what you thought. Uh, hit me up if you have any questions, if you disagree, would love to talk to you. Um, and again, uh, please share the show with someone that you think might be interested. Uh, that's how we grow it. And, um, 
I love it and love you and see you next time.